everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 55 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go along with every episode. Today, we have a repeat guest on the show, my coworker at SI who just joined us on episode 50. Yes, it is Florida man Rohan Nodkerny, here to talk about something near and dear to his heart. Let's get right to it. Rohan, welcome back for your second appearance on Mitchie Two twice in one year. I hope you feel honored to be here. Absolutely. I was honored when you sent me the text that you were going to be going to Publix. That was when the honor started. I was very excited. I, that's a big responsibility for me. So, you, and I don't even know how you feel yet. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be finding out for the first time, live on this podcast. So that, I'm very yes. thrilled. I'm excited yeah. about that too. I that was intentional. I uh, I told you I was going. I intentionally did not tell you what I thought so we could save it. So yeah. So last time you were on, as our regular listeners obviously know, you had just taken me on a taco crawl through L.A. And this time I went to a place that I know is near and dear to your heart. And it's a place that I have heard you talk about many times, especially back when we used to have an office, I, you know, in our little corner of the office, I sat near both you and Bet Marston. And so there was just some Florida talk that would go down. And I've heard you talk about Publix a million times, the chicken tender sub in particular. So I have to say, I, I've been to Florida a bunch. I know that I have been inside of a Publix back when I was a kid and I would go and visit my grandparents, but I had not been to a Publix in my adult life and definitely not since learning that this particular sandwich has, I think, a cult following. I think that's fair to say. So you are now nodding your head. Yes. Uh, we don't usually uh, do the video here. I don't think I'm going to put this on YouTube, <laughs> but I can, I can see you, which is nice. So I'm in Florida and I had a little time on my last day and I said, okay, I finally have to do this. And, and the last thing I'll say here is that there's some nice symmetry because I don't know if it was last year or the year before, you finally made your first trip to Wawa That's and I true. gave you advice on what to order. So here I am and I texted you for your advice. So this is a, uh, a slight departure from my usual format because usually the guests have eaten, with the, eaten the meal with me. I think this is the second time that I just ate by myself and then brought in an expert to discuss <laughs> it afterwards. So this is rare but not unprecedented. I, I will say that I'm confident <laughs> I've done the research. You name a Publix <laughs> deli or sub item and I've probably had it multiple times. So I'm confident that I've... I've put in the time. Mm -hmm. I, and I appreciate that. And that's yeah. why I knew there was one person. Listen, Bette Marston has no idea this is happening today. <laughs> I, I didn't go to her. I went to you. There was also there was some pressure because there was actually a Wawa right down the street from where I was staying, wow. as I told you. And, and, you know, since I've moved to Boston, I have fewer Wawa opportunities. So I did pass up a chance for some Wawa to do this. But let's get into Publix. So why don't you go ahead and you can just tell everyone your go-to order. I'd have to pull it out of my text messages, but I know you just know it off the top of your head. So Rohan, what's your go-to Publix order? So I will say that there's like an everyday order. Like if I'm going to Publix multiple times in a week, I can't eat the chicken tender sub every time. As I'm sure we'll get into, it's, it's a massive sandwich. So I would say my true go-to order, Boar's Head Italian Sub, I asked for a little bit of lettuce specifically. I asked them to cut up the tomatoes, salt, pepper, oregano, mayo, mustard. Fantastic sub sandwich right there. I also would like to take this moment to say I'm vehemently against the idea of online ordering. I think it should not exist. I think you should be forced to go to the store and have a human interaction uh, with the person making your sub at Publix. 
there's one woman who works at my Publix who's been making my subs since like 1997. Every time I go there, she asks me how I'm doing. She knows I live in California. It's it's maybe the longest relationship of my life, and it's very important to me. My go-to 97 that does predate Dwayne Wade, so that could be the longest relationship. Yes. My go-to chicken tender sub order is tenders, cut up tomatoes, mayo. I will mix up the cheese, often go cheddar, sometimes go provolone, once in a blue moon, pepper jack. But I'd say cheddar is the one I go with most often. Buffalo sauce, salt and pepper. Um, I, I like to keep it simple. They're packing so many tenders in there. I don't like to weigh it down with toppings because they all end up falling out anyway. But that's my go-to chicken tender sub order. Mm-hmm. So that is what you told me. And I mostly stuck to it because mm-hmm. I thought that was – luckily, I uh, – you know, if you would give me the other sub, we have a very strict no mustard policy here on the cheats food. But the, <laughs> wow. the buffalo chicken if tenders – I known this was a no mustard podcast. <laughs> well, the, the buffalo I chicken – reconsider. <laughs> the buffalo chicken uh, tenders, luckily, these are all uh, – condiments in my wheelhouse. I mean, Mm -hmm. like literally anything else in the world is in my wheelhouse. I mostly stuck to what you did. I was a little cautious on the mayo, but you Mm -hmm. told me to do it. And so I said, you know, go easy on the mayo. And then I skipped the salt, but I added onions. Mm. Um, I just, I like onions and it felt like they felt like they they belonged here. They could could help break up the riches. Now I will say the mayo in this instance, it's just, it's so much chicken tender that I think you need you know, and I should have told you ranch would have been a fine substitute. Sometimes I'll get ranch on there as well. But, yeah, it's – it's uh, you need something to keep things a little moist in there. I'll say it. All right. So let me talk first about – before we even get to the taste, I want to talk about – I guess you can call it the plating and the presentation, uh, even though it's, you know, wrapped in paper and not served on a plate. But let's call Mm -hmm. it the plating. I have to say that I absolutely love how they sauced it. So mention I was a little uh, cautious on the mayo. They slather the mayo on the bread. But then Mm -hmm. the buffalo sauce, they take out the tenders and they chop the tenders like two ways, uh, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. vertically and horizontally into small pieces. They then... uh, pour or or squeeze the buffalo sauce on it and put it in a Ziploc bag, basically, and mix it up so that you get the buffalo sauce all over all of the tenders. That is just a million bonus points for me. Instead of just, like, squeezing the buffalo sauce on top and then having uneven saucing, which I think a lot of places would do, that is just, it's it's a little more effort for them, and it's totally worth it, and I very much appreciate that they go the extra mile to really sauce the chicken properly. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know that my Publix has ever done that, or, or <laughs> they just amazing. know me too well that they're like, whatever, but that's I'm, that sounds incredible. I, I, I have heard that people's Publix is doing that, so it's not completely out of the ordinary but that's lovely i'm glad that you got i mean it's really where shopping is a pleasure so i'm not surprised it was a highlight of my experience that's so funny that that is not a universal thing speaking of universal things now you told me you said very specifically that you get your tomatoes cut into halves or quarters (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so you know i'm oftentimes a confident guy walking in to order food somewhere Walking into Publix, I wasn't sure if that is, like, a standard thing that they do at Publix (laughs) or if that's just, like, a Rohan thing and, like, if you had your deli person from 1997 who just knows you. So I – they take out the tomatoes and it's, you know, slices of of a – what I'd call a medium-sized tomato sliced, Mm -hmm. you know, nicely round slices. And I said, oh, could you cut those in half? And I'm looking at them, and and part of the reason to cut them is because they fall out of the sandwich. And I've also Mm – I often don't get tomatoes at Wawa for Mm -hmm. the same reason. They come out – (laughs) <laughs> and so I look at it and I was like, 
you know, actually, could you cut those into quarters? Ooh. And and I and she looks at me and she goes, "Do you want me to dice them?" And I was like, "Ooh!" And she goes, "I'm bougie. I dice mine." <laughs> and she goes, "It it stays in better. You get a little at every bite." And I was like, I yes. think my face lit up." And I was like, "Yeah, if that's what you do, I want that." I was like, "I didn't want to Incredible. put you in too much trouble, but if you're a bougie and you're dicing, I want them diced." And she wow. was she was happy to do it. And she was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And she just like diced up my tomatoes and dropped them on top of the chicken. And that was another highlight. Really, you know, this was a good ordering experience. We haven't even yeah. talked about how it tasted yet. But I, is that like a standard thing? Is that something that you public people so are that, talking that, about on the message boards here and wherever you communicate? So with that's the thing. That's the thing is I always get mine sliced in half because they're so nice and they'll always do it. Even though, as you mentioned, it's it's taking an extra step. And that's the kind of thing is I've had people when I'm making my subs, they're like, oh, this is my favorite one. I like to add this to it or, you know, I I'm being serious. I sound like such a corny individual, but I think like I know for a fact there are people there who take a lot of pride in the subs that they make. Um, and like I said, I, I grew up in a neighborhood that was literally, you know, in a seven minute walk from my front door to the public's deli sub counter. Um, you know, I'm there all the time. You know, these people, you form true bonds and, yeah, it's it's part of the beauty of the experience is like people take their sub making very seriously there. Very last thing I'll say before we get to the moment where I actually bit into the sandwich. They, you know, they put it in the long sandwich bag and they wrapped both halves of the sandwich separately, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. also nice because this is not similar to Wawa where oftentimes, you know, I have eaten so many Wawa sandwiches in my car <laughs> just sitting in the driver's <laughs> yeah. seat. And this was another similar situation where I'm, I was in a, sitting in a rental car eating this and it was just easier having, you know, it's like the long hoagie roll or I guess mm -hmm. you call it a, a sub roll, sandwich roll or whatever <laughs> you people from Florida call it. Um, but to have it in the bag and have both halves wrapped individually was another nice touch. But let's talk about the sandwich, Rohan, because it's a good sandwich. We've been alluding to it. I don't think we'd be doing this podcast if I was disappointed by it. I think my favorite part of the sandwich itself is that the chicken was crispy, like fried chicken. I mm -hmm. think we've all had enough disappointing breaded chicken sandwiches mm -hmm. in our lives. Not that a breaded chicken sandwich is bad, but sometimes it like sits around, you know, it's mm -hmm. like if the place you order it and you don't eat it right away um, or, you know, multiple sauces on it or whatever. This was just like when you go to a place that does like good fried chicken sandwiches, you want like that good crispy fry. And I thought this was really good. The chicken tenders were really the star of the show in this sandwich. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having them fried up and crispy and sauced properly, it's a very good sandwich. It's a it's a monster, man. And I'm pretty sure they're putting like four big chicken tenders like in the sub. And another like every time I go. So what they'll do is they the, the tenders aren't, you know, sitting in a in a case in front of them, they have to go into the fried chicken area of the store and they, they, they literally are hand selecting four tenders to put into your sub. And even from that moment, like they're looking for four nice tenders to put in there. They're not trying to, you know, skimp on the amount of chicken that they put in there. I'm glad you liked it. And I, I do think that is a, a key distinction that you're making there is that you're always getting a very good, tender in your public chicken tender sub like that person who's picking out that tender i think is is always doing you a solid yeah and you know they do serve 
chicken tenders. You can just get mm-hmm. a plate of them. So mm-hmm. it would be very easy to take the the worst ones and say, well, this one's <laughs> getting chopped up for a sandwich. Right. I don't know. Maybe there are no bad ones. Maybe they don't. Maybe they eat the bad ones themselves. Maybe that's why people are happy to work there, like you said, if they get <laughs> to eat the the misshapen tenders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I thought it might have been three. Maybe it was four. I don't know. Maybe they depends mm-hmm. on the size of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, didn't, I didn't get a, you know, I should have been a better journalist and gotten a closer look at how (laughs) many they, they put in, but it was, it was plenty. It was, uh, it was a good amount of chicken. Um, and yeah, like you said, I, you know, they, uh, they picked good ones. Every bite of it was really good. Um, the toppings were good and, and I similar, I feel the same way as you. I mean, lettuce is like kind of a filler in these sandwiches. Like you don't get it because the lettuce tastes good. It's just kind of like, feels like there should be like that crunch of nice lettuce in there, even though you get the crunch from the chicken. Um, so, you know, not a ton of that and, and some onions, but the toppings, it all works well together, but Mm -hmm. this sandwich doesn't work if the chicken's not great. And I thought the chicken was really very good. My, my only complaint, I will say I did go with the pepper on top. Like you recommended Mm. that's normal. Put pepper in a sandwich. Um, the tomatoes still fell out, even though, you know, they were diced and a lot of them fell out. And then all of the pepper stuck to the tomatoes. <laughs> That's so, funny because I get the pepper because the tomatoes need it. <laughs> so <laughs> may, maybe I just got someone with a heavy hand on the pepper because my tomatoes were just very peppery. And so maybe I should have gotten less pepper or maybe, uh, asking for them to pepper the sandwich before yeah. putting the tomatoes in although that's sort of a big yeah. uh that you know now now I'm turning into possibly really high maintenance when I'm yeah, telling them right. not just how to do it but what order to do things yeah. in but I thought the bits of tomato that fell off that of course I'm going to eat uh, they were just like covered in pepper. And so, Very peppery, so, yeah. so maybe, you know, depending on how confident you are walking in there ordering, maybe ask them to put the pepper in on the chicken uh, before the tomatoes. But otherwise, good mix of toppings, good sandwich. I did think the mayo was fine. I, I don't think it needed it. Okay. Um, but, I, you know, I think, yeah, like a ranch or even a blue cheese or something I might have mm-hmm. preferred. Um, but it was fine. I probably I didn't even I wouldn't say I noticed it that much. And again, I gotcha. asked for not too much mayo. Um, but overall, I, I think, uh, you know, I think you directed me towards a very good sandwich here. I'm very glad to hear that because I take that responsibility seriously. My passion in life more so than sports or writing is sandwiches. I never want someone to, to I would never want to make someone excited about a sandwich and then for them to be let down. That would that would truly sadden me. Did you eat the whole thing? I did. Of course. You think there I'm going to go. not My eat man. a whole sandwich? Uh, Come that on. Makes me, I got to say, I'm I'm at an age now where. There used to be a time in high school when I would take down a whole chicken tender sub and it, you know, it wouldn't matter. And I'm at the age now where I have to kind of plan my day around it because I know once I eat it, I'm not going to be able to do too much after. Like I'm just not in, I'm not in take down full chicken tender sub is, I don't know if it's because I've, I've had so many in my life now. I think that might be a part of it, but I really am planning my whole day around them when I get them now. It it was uh it was a late lunch for me and I might not have eaten dinner that night. It might have been the last thing I had. <laughs> yeah. I also I mentioned I was in a rental car. This was my last day in Florida, so I ate it and then uh 2 hours later I was on an airplane. <laughs> so uh so uh, you know, maybe I don't know if that's good planning or bad planning. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't th- I think this might have been the last thing that I ate. All day. Let, and then let's very briefly say you told me to also get cookies and you told me specifically to get two different kinds of cookies, the chocolate chip and the sprinkle. I don't know if you want to yeah. uh, describe these cookies. Do you want to take the floor here? They are. I mean, they're fairly standard grocery store cookies. I think that they're a notch or, you know, I, I think if you go to like an Albertsons or something like that, you might see something similar. I think Publix's are better. I think they genuinely have a good bakery. 
And it's just a classic, you know, there were a couple of times back in the day, I remember I would bring them to the SI office if I had a, a flight that was landing the same day or something like that. Um, they're just a great thing to show up places with. But their chocolate chip cookies and their sugar cookies with the sprinkle on them, you know, really soft uh, and like really crushable, in my opinion. Like I've never eaten less than like six at a time. I thought they were fine. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, good supermarket bakery cookies. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. They, I don't think they were anything special or to write home about. Um, I, I wrote down I liked the texture. They were soft. They were yeah. good. These were not, like, destination cookies for me. It's not like, you know, right. these were not memorable. Like, when you go to, like, a great bakery and they've got one with, like, huge Absolutely. chunks of chocolate chips or, like, interesting flavors, they were fine. Mm-hmm. $4.39 for 24 cookies is a very good deal. Yeah. Uh, I did not eat all of those. I was able to uh, give them away, which was good. But I, I had the sub, and then I, I did it. I had two of each uh, sort of small <laughs> yeah. cookie. I took a picture of the cookie so people yeah. can see the size. You can picture them. They're fine. Uh, but but sure, you know, have a bite of something sweet after your sandwich, yeah. uh, cap off the meal. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a very fair assessment. It's definitely not, you know, it's not something like you said, it's not a destination cookie. You don't really send out someone something for that specific. But yeah, a very, a very nice way to get a lot of cookies at a low price. Sure. Which and hey, yeah. who among us yeah. doesn't want doesn't want that in their daily yeah. life? Um all right. Well, I think that's it. You know, this this was good. Let's, I shouldn't end on a downer uh, talking about the cookies. I'll just say, you know, I, I know it's sort of like a, a cliche uh, criticism of Wawa that when people go there the first time, they're like, it's just a gas station. I'm supposed to go to this <laughs> gas station and get sandwiches. People from Philly like me are like, yes, yes, I know. But like it used to that used to not be gas stations. And, and then me walking into public. Similarly, it's like it's just like a normal supermarket. <laughs> and like I totally get it. But listen. This is my podcast. I have done expensive meals. I've done extravagant things, destinations, tourist traps. I'll eat anything. I think it's good to try stuff like this. I love that I have this outlet to bring on a friend like you, Rohan, and talk about a sandwich like this and have episodes like this uh, that I could put out in the world. So so this was fun. I'm glad I ate it. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for doing this, Rohan. Listen, man, thank you. Anytime I get to evangelize public subs, like you said, and I bet, you know what, I bet you'll go back just because of how nicely they made your sub for you. That's the real secret is the, the hospitality, the service, you know, maybe they do have uh, incredibly questionable politics uh, at the top of the company, but um, those subs, man, those subs, they, they'll dice up your tomatoes for you. You know, uh, they're not doing that at Subway. Except I'm going to be very disappointed if I walk into a different Publix somewhere else in Florida <laughs> yeah, right. and they don't uh, <clears throat> put my chicken tenders in a Ziploc bag with buffalo sauce and mix it up. The I'm gonna be like, what are you doing? You're skipping the, the most important part. <laughs> the Ziploc toss is – that's legendary. <laughs> that person is taking a lot of pride and I really respect that. I should have gotten their name. I, I just assumed yeah. it was standard practice, but <laughs> she was great. Um, if anyone in the greater Jacksonville area knows, uh, I was going to ask is. which part of Florida were you in that you got the sub and it was Jacksonville. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head, the specific location, but somewhere, somewhere in the Jacksonville area, <laughs> there's a self-proclaimed bougie public sandwich artist who is dicing tomatoes and tossing the sauce in the Ziploc bag. And we thank her for it. All right. Thanks, Rohan. Always a pleasure. And listen, I know you love sandwiches, so I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast at some point. We, I mean, let's do a. When, when are we doing like a milestone episode that's all Wawa dedicated, and we just order every every hoagie on the menu? Like, oh let's do God. it. All yeah. right. <laughs> next time, uh, next time the Sixers and Heat play in the playoffs, and we're both there. Perfect.
Perfect. All right. See you, Rohan. That'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, you should go back and check out the previous 54. Many of them have fun guests. There are also a lot that are just me solo, which tend to be shorter. I have episodes from 17 different states and five different countries. This is now my fourth one from Florida. So if you are a Florida person, you may enjoy episode 44 on my Cuban sandwich experience in Miami. And episode 50, the taco crawl across LA, also with Rohan, is a very fun one. You can subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, leave me a rating or a review and tell your friends too. If you enjoy this podcast, I always appreciate people helping me make it grow. You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram or search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for pictures to go along with this and every episode. You can also follow at Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. And remember, we now have Mitch Eats Food mugs. So if you want to rep this podcast with your coffee or tea, the link is in the show notes and tag me on Instagram so I can repost your mug photos. Finally, you can also email MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.